When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. This is, like, the quickest we're kicking off a, an episode. Um, it is. Because we have, I, I mean, we have not good things to say. I, th- I think we're both aggravated at this movie. <laughs> Dude, uh, <laughs> we have gotten, th- th- this is a fact, and I know, I know you've gotten the same messages, but... Like, even even as recently today, shout out Trade Voorhees. Like, I, I got messages from people that are like, hey, ever since you guys came back, every episode's been a home run. It's been, like, knocking it out the park. And and, uh, and truthfully, I, I feel the same. Like, I, I feel like it's just been uh, flowing. I, I feel like we're having fun doing it. And it's because we took control and, uh, you know, picked picked movies that would be fun to talk about. <laughs> So, so so naturally for this week, uh, we let our, our our patrons pick the movie, which which they deserve, you know. Yeah. They're, they're patrons. <clears throat> Incredibly thankful. But uh, boy, did you fuck up. <laughs> um, so I'm going to continue that, but I just want to I, – I might clear my throat a ton in this episode, and I apologize because it's probably going to sound awful, but I, I'm a little under the weather. But um, yeah, no. So listen – did they fuck up or did I fuck up? I think I fucked up, Joe. I think okay, so, so. So 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 this is the problem with with democracy, right? <laughs> because because it's the illusion of choice, but you gave them those choices to choose from. So <laughs> you know who's really who's really to blame? It's me. I think it's me. So here's let me get into a little bit of what happened here, and we could break down this nightmarish scenario we're in right now. <laughs> so <clears throat> we. Went to Patreon to let them choose. It's one of the perks of, like, the top tier. You get to go in polls and choose movies. The idea of that is that me and Joe will still pick the movies, and then um, they'll vote on them, right? So, <laughs> we first did, which you could choose a cult classic category for this week, um, 
and I, I, I chose them from the cult classic because I know in October they do like some of the best um, weeks just because it's Halloween-y. Um, and I forget what it was, but it was like Monster Vision Week, Slasher Week, Zombie Week, something else. <clears throat> we land on Monster Vision Week, which was not as great of a selection as you'd imagine, <laughs> especially because we've done a lot of those movies, A, either in our Monster Vision tribute or just in general. Right. So, and I'm sure I didn't even think about it till afterwards. I was like, fuck, I probably went through this list that year. We did the Monster Vision tribute and picked like the four best ones. <laughs> so, um, I came up with this list and, and cause I, I tried to choose spookier movies for, for the Halloween feel. <clears throat> and, um, I, I, I think I fucked up. I think I fucked up mainly on this one. Here's the thing. I read that it was a haunted house movie, and I was like, that's great for Halloween. That's all the research I did into it, other than the name, Burnt Offerings, which, quite frankly, does that not sound amazing? It, it does. It, it, <laughs> I had seen this before, and like I blocked it out of my memory, and I, I told you when, when you chose it, and when I saw that it was in the lead, I'm like, I'm really hoping... Like it's just a similarly similarly named title that I think I saw because what the fuck are we gonna talk about? But yeah, you but but see, that's that's the problem. Yeah, you could have eliminated that mm-hmm. from the list, right? Yeah. But these people still voted for it over like Skeeter <laughs> and, may- and Project Metal Piece. So who really is to blame? But maybe but maybe they thought the same thing I did. Because for some reason I don't know. I saw the burnt offerings name. I'm like, that's gotta be good, <laughs> like without without even fucking doing it. Um, yeah, well, much much like witch trap or you know witch board, uh, th- there's no burnt offerings in this entire movie. No, no, <laughs> I don't even know. I no, there's nothing. There's barely any death in this movie. Uh, uh, is is there even death until the very last scene? <laughs> There's one death. Well, yeah, no, you're right. There's one death earlier, and I she, that's still in the last quarter of the movie, and that's an elderly person dying of old age. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, because because I watched I watched Joe Bob's Monster, Monster Vision after the movie. I watched his like um, speech on it. You know what he yeah. does. And he's like driving totals three deaths, and, and even that seemed too high because I just watched the movie. Joe, the, the fucking, the fucking Joe Bob's. This is the driving totals. I don't think there's ever been driving totals this small. Three dead bodies and a lot of strange noises and other occurrences. That's all he said, and he said that. that well, that that's it. What else could he possibly say? He said, that's about it, two and a half stars, which is very generous. A very generous rating for this. Agreed. Now. And, and, and those strange occurrences are literally literally like uh, plants getting green again. Yeah, yes. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. So here are, <laughs> those are the drive-in totals for the movie we're going to get to talk about tonight. Here are the drive-in totals for the movies that were not voted for. Okay, I'll start with just the totals, and then you, I mean, you could guess the movie, but it doesn't matter. Um, Eight dead bodies, ten dead cattle, I mean, you're going to get this one, 50 dead mosquitoes, five giant mosquito attacks, blood sucking, one motor vehicle chase with cliff plunge, one bad peyote trip, one giant dead mosquito splattered on a windshield, one fist fight, one one gun battle, 
Exploding Mind with Fireball, Gratuitous Michael J. Pollard, Kung Fu, Taser Fu, Blowtouch, Blowtorch Fu, Skeeter Fu, Two Stars. And that is obviously for yeah, It's fucking Skeeter. And, and, and uh, those voting so much more fun. <laughs> of course it does. Okay, this The movie that, that was chosen doesn't even have foos. Like, you couldn't even say, like, burnt offering foo. Couldn't even say haunted house foo, because that house was barely haunted. Also, <laughs> based, based on name alone... Every other choice was, was was far superior. I'm not sure this was even... I, I don't even know what Burn Offerings was. Here's the next one. Zero Breasts that we passed up on. Another one we passed up on. Zero Breasts, Seven Dead Bodies, Bloody Refrigerator, Legs Roll, Blood Ocean Drowning, blood art, Bloody Art Varking, Sausage Strangling, Barbecued Sandy Dennis, Gratuitous Dean Martin Background Music, Red meat foo, golf club foo, barbecue foo, steak knife foo, wine rack foo, midnight snack foo. Four stars. That's got to be fucking parents, right? Yeah, parents, which was our... Parents is awesome. (laughs) Here's another one. 13 dead bodies, no breasts, face chewing, stabbing, skull crushing, liver cleaving, monster cam, gratuitous rekindled romance, one and a half stars. Monster club? One and a half stars. Uh, no, I couldn't find Monster Club anywhere. That was fucking grim, which I don't even know what it's about. It looks stupid as fuck. I, we're going to end up doing it for sure. <laughs> but even that, it's one and a half stars, a full star less. And that sounds so much better. 13 dead bodies. What is that? Uh, three times. To- no, I'm terrible at math. It's four times the amount of what we had in, the- in this movie. Yes. Um, the last one, nine dead bodies, one reanimated body, two dead beasts, one fuzzy wang doodle, gooey arm covered <laughs> in worms, multiple werewolf attacks, needle to the inner thigh, stomach ripping, steel rod through the foot, torpedo through the leg, exploding breast. Oh, no, no. Exploding beast. <laughs> werewolf cam, gratuitous chef, bazooka foo, two and a half stars. And that was Project Metal, Metal Beast. beast. And um, here we are with three dead bodies and a lot of strange noises, <laughs> which I'd actually argue that I don't think there are strange noises in this. Uh, well, first of all, I would agree. Second of all, uh, is there any any noise other than the score in the entire movie? Because the score was like deafening. Oh, that's really funny. Sorry, I just like picked up on what you said. No, the score was so fucking loud and. Oh god, I hated everything about this movie. Um, <clears throat> Sean, the last the last two minutes were arguably one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in a movie, and I don't get it. I don't understand. Do you, do you? Um, I really tried to piece it together at the end, but like at the very end, it really loses everything. <laughs> um, Joe Bob, um, who is somebody that I say think kind of goes on the brighter side of all movies, which is like fine, right? Like it's cool. Um was at the end of this was like, I don't understand this movie. Um and if you think you do, uh send me a message because I would love to know. He's like, I've watched this a bunch of times and it's never made any sense. Um this was re- written and directed by Dan Curtis who did uh the Dark Shadow shows, both of them. And okay. Trilogy of Terror. With Karen Black, who's in this movie. Correct. That one I knew. Karen Black, uh, Oliver Reed, who's kind of a mess. Meredith, Burgess, uh, Burgess Meredith, uh, the fucking penguin from Batman. 
um, the Batman TV show. He's in it. And or, Betty- or Rocky's trainer, as I'm sure more people would, would know him as. <laughs> When I think Burgess Meredith, all I think about is fucking penguin. Dude, that penguin's the top. I tops. know you do. That penguin's the fucking top. <laughs> I know. No, dude, honestly, that's all I think of. And I think of that one Twilight Zone episode where he's the last person on Earth in the library. Yes. And, yes. and whenever, whenever I reference that, everyone's like, why don't you just say the guy from Rocky? Wait, that's, <laughs> that's probably the one everyone knows him from. <laughs> um. Yeah, Oliver Reed. I looked into him a little bit. Boy, he's uh he is a character. Have you do you know this guy? Uh, I know him from the Oliver movie where he frustratingly uh doesn't play the character Oliver, even though that's his name. It's <laughs> Sykes. Um Reed was known for his alcoholism and binge drinking. There's a million anecdotes out there. Uh, the most famous is Reed and 36 friends drinking in one evening 60 gallons of beer. 32 bottles of scotch, 17 bottles of gin, four crates of wine, and a bottle of baby sham, which I don't know what that is. Um, which, like, between 36, for, I mean, that's still a lot with 36. 36 but um, a gathering of 36 people is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> um, Afterwards, he was like, no, 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 that's ridiculous. He's like, I just drank 106 pints of beer on a two-day binge. That's it. (laughs) The rest of that was so exaggerated. (laughs) (laughs) And then Steve McQueen um, also told a story about him. That was uh, he flew to the UK to talk to him about doing a movie. And he was like, oh, let's just go out. And McQueen was like, all right. And they ended up staying out for like two days. Um, And he just... (laughs) He got so drunk, he threw up all over McQueen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was also in Gladiator. Actually, I knew that. That was his last film, right? Yeah, he died during it, and they CGI'd him, which seems crazy for 1999. But they did. Yeah, I mean... You know, I, I could tell he was a fucking drunk. <laughs> based Yo, off, uh, listen, based off I, so I read this before the movie and I was like, I promise I will not look into this and see if he's drunk during this movie. He's drunk during this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He fucking is. The way he's acting and talking is ridiculous. His eye movements, fucking absurd. Um, yeah, he died during uh, the filming of Gladiator. Um, the night before, witnesses say he drank eight pints of beer. He had a dozen shots of rum, half a bottle of whiskey, and a few shots uh, of Hennessy uh, in a drinking match against a sailor on shore leave. <laughs> um, they confirmed this because his, his bill was over $500. <laughs> he then started challenging sailors to arm wrestling matches and beating five of them. <laughs> what a legend. Reed suddenly collapsed, dying while en route to the hospital in an ambulance. Bummer. Jesus. Um, because yeah, he, he was he was also good friends with uh, Keith Moon. Yeah, yes, place. and they had was, like binge drinking nights also. Yeah, I mean Keith Moon's like arguably the the biggest uh, alcoholic in like pop culture history. <laughs> like, we say it like it's glorifying. Like like these these guys. I mean they had a crippling addiction, but I mean these guys were the epitome of excess. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, the, my, my favorite thing out of all of this, and again, it's not funny cause he was an alcoholic, but like at the same time, like, come on, 
Um, so, <laughs> so they were they were giving him a. They nominated him for best supporting actor in 2010 for the uh, the glad or no, not in 2010. Um, in 2000 for the Gladiator and uh, Russell Cronin interview in 2010. They asked him about it, and he's like, "Listen, <laughs> I never got along with him." Uh, but he visited me in my dreams and asked me to talk kindly of him. So I should, uh, but we never had a pleasant conversation, (laughs) (laughs) which is basically like not saying something nice about him. Uh, yeah. His ghost told me to be nice. Uh, but I, I don't like him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Joe Bob mentioned in his talks on this, that this was a big budget movie. It was $2 million. believe that to be true okay so here's here's what i'm thinking right so i looked this up so it's the budget's two million it did 1.6 million in the box office so not good news bad news so i looked up like other movies around that time rocky was nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars and made 225 million at the box office that's fucking insane yeah that's fucking insane carrie was 1.8 million uh, made thirty three million at the box office. Um, <clears throat> Omen was two point eight million. Made sixty at the box office. So, but all those movies had a lot of effects, a lot of shit going on in them. You know, um, where did the two million dollars go in this movie? It, it had to have gone to getting like Burgess Meredith and Betty Davis and Oliver Reed, and like had to go to the payroll and to the house, and maybe to Oliver Reed's drinking bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even the house like shouldn't cost that much. It was shot in California. It looks it it looks fancy, but I think it's just like a mansion in California. And I started making this when I started making this list, I was like trying to prove that they put money into it, like a lot of money into it. And then I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck did they use two million dollars for? Rocky was made for nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, dude. Dude, I mean if for a haunted house movie, there's like like there's nothing spooky. Go- like, you couldn't even say they used it for mechanics to make doors open. Cause they no. Don't, like- <laughs> no. There's no fucking way. Dude, I, I, I am hard-pressed to call this a haunted house movie. <laughs> I am too. Because <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like kind of haunted house, kind of possession. But again... Like, like the series that unfold throughout it never pay off. Like the guy, it's sort of like an Amityville horror vibe where the, like the dad's losing his mind a bit, but then he always stops before doing anything devastating. And that's, that's what I wrote later. Cause I was, I was like, I, we were talking, this was made in 76. Um, and then Amityville was 79 and obviously does like a million times better job of <laughs> making a haunted house movie. But I was just curious which one kind of came first? I couldn't remember when Amityville was made. So, um, but it would have been devastating if this came after Amityville because it was like. Uh, it's, it's funny you say that because, like, halfway through, I was like, this, you know, maybe these people just really wanted to make an Amityville horror. And I was like, fuck, that didn't even come out yet. Like, these people just suck at making one of the house movies. <laughs> oh, man. So, this is our movie. This is what we're stuck with. <laughs> This was agonizing to watch. I fell asleep during it three times. Um, it was. I think. I think I would have. 
I wouldn't have enjoyed it. So, so, let, so let's clear that up. But I think I might have enjoyed it a little bit more if I if I knew I didn't have to talk about it. Because this is the type of movie I fucking hate talking about. Because what, what am I supposed to say for the next 45 minutes of this episode? So there's so much downtime and... And the high stakes scenes in this are, are arguments between um, a man and his wife, and that it's the same fight four different times, it, and they yeah. say the same exact thing, and nothing nothing changes in the movie whatsoever. There's one scene I do love, and it's when he's about to drown the boy, and that just makes me laugh. Wait, also, sorry, I keep I'm like jumping all around, but do we know what these people's relationships are to each other? Because Quite honestly, I'm fucking confused who's a family member and who's not. Because <laughs> you have the mother and father, right? Yep. Oliver Reed and Karen Black. Yes. Is that their son or is that her son? Dude, I don't know because he kept calling – the son kept calling him dad. But I thought in the beginning, like when they're in the car together, I, I thought Oliver Reed made made it like – a reference to him not being his son. I, <laughs> I couldn't Maybe figure it out. <laughs> the, dude, the way they talked to, to each other was like as if they were like were not friendly with each other sometimes. It was really bizarre. But then other times he seemed very much to be like, that's my son. I, I, I was so fucking confused. And then an old lady shows up in the first like 25 minutes with them. Uh, and who is that? Because no one calls her mom. <laughs> no, that that's that's uh, the dad's aunt. The dad's aunt. Yes. Okay. Which is weird because she doesn't have a British accent. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess that doesn't matter. She could. It possibly could happen, right? But it's yeah, yeah. it's insane. It's insane. They could have just. Why is that? I don't even know. All right, let's get into it. So we meet. <clears throat> We meet Oliver Reed and Karen Black, our couple, driving up to a new house in the country. They're renting this house. Uh, it it looked it looked fine to me. Um, <laughs> there was like some vines on it, but I didn't know if that was supposed to be there. And the family is just like, "This is fucking appalling." It's like the biggest fucking mansion I've ever seen. And I would be so happy. They are so fucking disgusted with it. They're just like, Ugh, "I don't even want to go inside. This is fucking disgusting." Um, they knock on the door. We meet Walker, the handyman who, when we see him, I'm like, this is fun. A character. He's not in the movie anymore. <laughs> Dude, I thought he was going to be, you know, a huge, a huge role. Cause he's such a quirky oddball. Like I would have bet money that he comes back into play at the end. He, he would have been so fun. They- he would have been so fun to follow. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But like, what was the point of having him? And also, you always need bodies to fucking kill, which I guess you don't when you're not going to kill anybody in the fucking that, movie. Fantastic point. Fantastic point. That if you weren't going to make him like a henchman or the villain, uh, you could have at least murdered him. <laughs> and you chose not to. Um, it, it's such a missed opportunity. Um, and, and even, I mean, even the house, the house owners um, that we meet at the beginning They've got some personality there, and you think maybe they'll come back into play. And again, they do not either. Um, no, they do a voiceover a at the voiceover end. at the end. That's that's our payoff. That's our fucking payoff on the whole thing. Um, 
Oh my god, it's so insane. So we meet uh we meet Walker. He's like, My name's Walker the handyman. I keep everything spick and span. He is covered in dirt <laughs> and has no teeth whatsoever. <laughs> I keep everything spick and span. The house is very clean, but he is not. And that makes zero sense. Um, the one thing uh, I did like at the beginning of this movie was it was it was very slow. And I could write down all my notes, you know, without missing the movie. Unlike uh, Blood Diner, which was fast talking for 90 minutes. Um, so that <laughs> that was good until it wasn't like about 20 minutes. in, I was like, I would they really need to speed this shit up. And yes, this is a two-hour movie. It is a two-hour movie, and <laughs> dude, it pissed me off so fucking bad because we were talking about hosts last night in our in our live show and how it's just like short and to the point. Yes, why is this two hours? What? <laughs> dude, there are you. I know we've said this probably about a million movies. You could trim this so easily. I honestly, I might trim it to like an hour cut of this movie, and you will lose nothing. You, I what? promise you, you will lose nothing. I can do it. I can do it for you. Dude, we watched the guy like clear out his pool in real time. Like, <laughs> trying to start the generator, trying to like pump the water. Like, fuck you. Joe, I don't need what, to see that. What was that machine, by the way? I, I, I don't know. I, I think they're trying to f- fill the, the pool. They must have been right. using like fucking pond water because the pool is fucking green. <laughs> and even the boys like, hey man, you gonna throw some fucking chlorine in this? <laughs> <laughs> that was like my favorite part of the movie. Kid was like, hey, hey, pops, like, what the fuck's going on? Like, shit looks <laughs> disgusting. Um, yeah, I couldn't figure out what that machine was, and when they cut to the pool later, and it was just a filthy fucking green mess, I was like, all right, well, I guess they were doing nothing with that machine. <laughs> um, so the family sees this, uh, mansion, uh, it, they're shocked because it's enormous and, you know, they're renting, they're trying to rent it, but they, they don't want to spend a lot. Um, they go inside, they notice some photos of the house from a hundred years ago up until recently, and they all look the same, which like, it doesn't seem that shocking to me, but we know it's shocking. <laughs> Because the loud ass music is like, bum, bum, bum. I know I said it before. The score was was so extreme. Honestly, probably the best part of the movie too. I mean, it's the only thing that told you that things were supposed to be shocking. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> otherwise, you would not notice what was supposed to be shocking, dude. The light turning on, like I don't even understand that scene. They were just like, oh, the light's out, and then the light ended up coming back on, which like is not that weird of an occurrence. And the the fucking camera slow fucking zooms into the light bulb that's just on, and the music's like da 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 da, da. and you're like, what the fuck? It does it right here in this opening scene too with the the guy, the handyman, when he's like, oh, the plant died, and Burgess Meredith's like, maybe you should check again, and it's like the music, the music's like da da da, zooms in on the plant, and you see like one one green leaf. That's literally what I have written down. There's one green leaf on the plant. And for the fucking handyman's like, oh, all right. And honestly, he could have just missed that. Like, if the rest of the plant is dead, that wouldn't be that extreme. No. It's like, is this supposed to be, like, a, a reveal here? Not only is it not that extreme, but if you're the handyman, you're going to be like, hey, asshole, 
that one leaf's probably going to die also. <laughs> yeah, look at the rest of them. This is a giant fucking dead plant, and you're talking about one leaf, and you're like pointing out one leaf to me as if that's cause for me to be an idiot. <laughs> and also, can we already address the people that are going to come to us for not understanding the story or not understanding? Any explanation you give to me as to why that was revealing or what's happening and why things are turning back on or uh, growing again, it doesn't fucking pay off, even if you can make sense of it. So I genuinely just, just don't, don't believe. I, 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 I was going to give the same warning. I genuinely don't believe anyone understands this, Joe. And if they do, they are taking, they are taking, um, what do you, what do you call it? Taking, um, uh, they're making assumptions because there's nothing in this movie that you could be like, well, it means this or that. There was a point in the movie where I, there's a point in the movie where I thought I had an idea of what was happening. And I was like, okay, maybe it's this, but they're just explaining it poorly. But then the end just fucking destroys anything you thought of. Agreed. Agreed. The the most frustrating part, and obviously we're still in the opening scene and we we should probably move on. But everything that they set up has virtually endless possibilities of where they could have gone with it. And they somehow chose the stupidest path to follow. Oh, uh, I, I don't even understand why this would be a path. <laughs> <laughs> of all the paths, dude, it's a haunted house. You could do whatever the fuck you want. It's 1976. You could get a little weird. Uh, you know, Carrie came out this year. That was kind of, fu- that must have been fucking jarring for America, you know? Um, So we're not locked into like House on Haunted the Hill. Exorcist- skeleton. Dude, The Exorcist came out three years before this. Is that? Had a oh. girl jamming a crucifix into her fucking vagina. Like, uh, you could have done I, so much more. You could have done so much more. So I, I don't know where this was. I don't know what was happening or where they got the money from or what it was put into. <laughs> yeah, man. It, they, they, they fucked this up. Um, it's, it's just fucking mess. Well, they meet the homeowners. Um, who, who also don't do them any favors by just asking them super creepy fucking questions <laughs> that you would be like, we're not renting this fucking house because they're just like, um, uh, do you like spooky things? And they're like, what? It's like, oh, nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. Uh, one of the things they say, they're like, Oliver is Oliver Reed is like, Hey, listen, uh, this seems great and all, or, or no, the homeowner's like, Hey, listen, you do this, but you have to take care of it during the time you're here. That's it. You that's all you got to do. And then Oliver Reed's like, all right, listen, this place is fucking huge. Like we can't do that by ourselves. And she's like, well, the house takes care of itself. <laughs> well, then why did you just ask them to take care of it? <laughs> the fuck does that mean? I'd be out of there so fucking fast. Um, she also tells them yeah. that the rent is $900 for the whole summer, which is incredible even yeah. for that time. Yeah. Uh, and, and Oliver Reed himself is like, what's the catch? And then both Burgess Meredith and, and his sister are like, <laughs> why do you think there's a catch? And then immediately explain the catch to him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's honestly, that's a huge fucking catch. <laughs> It's the biggest fucking catch I've ever heard. I would never do this in a million years. Uh, 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 oh, yeah, and they talk about it being haunted. Um, 
they, they tell us about their mother and they tell us that she's 80, but looks 60. Doesn't matter. Cause we don't get to see her most irrelevant detail that you could possibly throw into this movie. And so I write, I'm writing these notes. Cause you're thinking some of this shit is going to pay off at some point or be a detail that you need to know. And it's not at all. Um, and she never leaves the house. So now I'm thinking, you know, it's a house that never ages, right? Or somehow, if you stay inside, you never age. Or it was like Psycho, where, you know, she's dead. Like, her spirit or something haunts it. That, she's just locked in the room. That's a possibility also. Um, then none of these uh, none of these are the case. Uh, there's It gets close to that, though. Um but the catch is they have to feed the grandmother all summer. <laughs> and the dad, Oliver Reed, is like, hey, um, I, I think we should really talk, go home, talk about this, see if this is what we want to do. And the wife's like, why? <laughs> why the fuck would you do that? I'm not feeding anybody. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? I would, I, would, I would get a fucking divorce right there. I'd be like, that's it. I'm fucking done. You can fucking feed the old lady. I'm out of here. I'm not. And going. you don't even. You're not allowed to see her. You have to just like leave the food. Yeah, you have to leave it in, like the parlor. <laughs> yeah. Um, they go home to discuss. Or wait, no, no, no. Oh wait, yeah, we already talked about the the dead plant scene. Um, they go home to discuss, and she's like, "You're so fucking embarrassing. It's ridiculous." Like, what? <laughs> what? He did not do anything wrong. He was just like, oh, this all sounds Literally really asked weird. what the catch was. That, yeah. that, that, that was all he did, which, thank God he asked that, because they probably wouldn't have told him. <laughs> no, they would have just left the grandmother, which they do anyway. <laughs> uh, they go home, they discuss this, though, um, and the guy's like, we have to take care of a 90-year-old woman. And she's like, she's 85. <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't worry, I'll take care of her. She'll be my responsibility, which, like, she's a fucking dog or something. <laughs> um, and they decide to go, and they bring up their aunt, his aunt, Oliver Reed's aunt. Um, and when they get to the house, um, they just left the mom there with a note that's basically like, uh, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and then who plays the older woman? Betty Davis. Is that who plays? Wait, the who plays the aunt? That's Betty Davis. It is okay. I, so fun fact: Betty Davis. Like I've I've only ever seen her super young. Uh, she she is uh, she she has such bags under her eyes. In this it's insane. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's makeup ghetto. I I did not I did not expect that at all. That that was that was alarming. Um. So. Uh, Betty Davis is there now, and she's like, they do crazy things sometimes, old people. Which, I don't know. Probably got a fucking hoot in 76. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Uh, the mom goes upstairs. She checks on the old lady who doesn't answer. And there's just a giant table there with like 8 million frames on it. And uh, they kind of all look the same, um, which it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, she's also notes none of the clocks are working, which again, you're like, Ooh, is that spooky? Nope. It's not because the clocks all start working later. And that's the end of that. 
Um, this is also where the lights go out and then, but they don't go out. I shouldn't even say that they open the fridge and the light doesn't work. And they're like, huh, the light doesn't work. And then the kid opens the pantry and turns on the light and the light works. I don't know if those two are connected, but based on the ominous music, I guess they are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is one of the worst, like, like, what's going on? I would literally... I've seen that in my own house multiple times. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's insane. And then uh, Joe Bob um, cuts in here uh, for his show and he goes, uh, ooh, the light bulbs don't work. Then it does. Must be a haunted house. <laughs> and then when he comes back from commercial, he goes back to the strange house where all the clocks are broken. <laughs> Which like, Wait, so you, you so- watched the whole uh, Monster Vision episode? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Damn. I should have done that. Probably, at least Joe Bob interrupting would have made it no, a little bit more. So that, that clip you sent me is all of the interruptions. Oh, okay. So so it's like 12 minutes of interruptions um, for this. Because it was the second movie, which he usually does less um, interruptions yeah. for. <clears throat> so the first movie was Halloween 3. So everyone got a treat this, <laughs> this night. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we get to a scene of... The cleaning in, we get, oh, we get scenes of cleaning inside the house, fixing a pool and taking a hike in the, in that order. Uh, and they're all as mind numbing as you can imagine. And the only one that matters is the hike because they find a graveyard, <laughs> right? Now the graveyard scene is kind of cool. Cause he's like, oh, they're all Allardice. Al- what are they called? Allardices? Yeah. Allardices. He's like, oh, they're all Allardyce's graves, but none of them are newer than the 1890s. So now you're like, okay, so maybe the house is keeping them alive. Like, they're ghosts in the house. I, no, but ghosts would mean they're dead. They're they're just in the house. They can live forever as long as they're in the house. Still doesn't make sense because the brother and sister left the house. <laughs> right. And mother is supposedly there. This is all we have to work on right now. Um. Now, again, I wrote these notes down as if they mean something, but I should have known because the dad and son just run away. And that's the end of the scene. They just like frolic out into the woods and like, Ugh. it's so stupid. Uh, the mom talks to Mrs. Allardyce, but she's not responding. Um, she tells us that she's not eating and she's like, you need to eat Mrs. Allardyce. Are you sneaking down to the kitchen to eat? <laughs> yeah, that's what she's doing imagine being forced to feed an old woman and you find out she's just going down to the kitchen every night and eating by herself. Such a waste of time. Uh, The mom is starting to get a little weird here. The mom is uh, ignoring her family's pleas to like go out and do shit. She's just kind of hanging out in that weird lobby next to Mrs. Allardyce's room, looking at fucking frames and listening to music boxes, all of which does not pay off for anybody. Um, the family starts swimming. The, the, the Oliver Reed and the kids start swimming in the pool. He dives to the bottom and he finds a pair of glasses with a hole in them. Again, cool setup to maybe something nefarious that's happened there. <laughs> I honestly forgot that he dove down to the bottom and got the glasses. Does, does that even get referenced again? Joe, it does not get referenced again. It means nothing to anybody. The glasses have a hole that looks like somebody got shot in the eyeball. Yeah. So you're like, oh, man, finally, we're picking up. We're going to get like a murder story. 
There Dude, is the camera like pans in and zooms in on his face while he's holding it with like a, a puzzled look, like, oh my god. And again, the music <laughs> of like dun, 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 dun. And you're like, oh shit, this is getting real. <laughs> it's oh not. God. <laughs> it's not at all. <laughs> um, but I do think the pair of glasses, because he w- starts wearing them for some reason, which is also fucking weird. Um, <laughs> he wears them for a period. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> this is my favorite scene in the movie, just because it's so ridiculous. And Oliver Reed might have been drowning this kid in real life. Um, the dad starts, like, dunking the kid, and it starts out, like, pretty friendly. And then he's just throwing the kid. <laughs> just fucking manhandling his son. And then puts him in a headlock underwater. And he's clearly trying to drown the kid at this point. Yeah. Um, and Betty Davis is watching the whole time. And, I mean... I know Betty Davis is very elderly, but if you saw a grown man, you know, drowning a kid, wouldn't you at least like throw something at him or try to do something? Absolutely. She's, dude, she's not even, she's not even standing. Like at the very least you would move towards the edge and like raise your voice. Right. She's, she's literally laying down. Like she's sunbathing. She's like, Oh God, please stop it. And she's calling the son's name. Who's like underwater. Who I'd be like, thanks grandma. (laughs) Thanks. Great. aunt. Like what the fuck are you doing? Thanks for calling my name. I, if I open my mouth, I'll just inhale water. But Thank you for calling my name. Um, the kid ends up breaking free by uh, throwing his goggles at Oliver Reed's nose and breaking his nose. And Oliver Reed slinks away like the fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. Dude, dude, I thought the same thing. He looks, he looks fucking evil. And it's actually pretty cool, right? Like, if they went that route, if they went the Shining route, that would have been fucking awesome. Like, that would have been so fucking cool. Um, but they don't like immediately after this, he's like, Oh my God, what did I do? And then I thought, I thought that's exactly what they're going to do. Even though this came out before the shining, you know, I thought Oliver Reed was going to be the, or the, you know, Amityville horror. I thought Oliver Reed was going to be the one to, you know, turn and the house was making him go insane. It's the fucking opposite. It's, it's the mom that that's apparently going insane and getting possessed by the house, which makes no fucking sense. Why even have this Oliver Reed scene in it? It, it, because right after that, he's just like, boy, I don't know what uh, got into me. Yeah. And also, he's he's like, I feel fucking terrible. And the mom's like, oh, don't. It's fine. He's like, no, I drowned that kid. <laughs> She's like, it's fine. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> and yeah, like, it's really alarming because the rest of the movie, Oliver Reed is overly kind to everyone. Yes. Like, over the top, a kid breaks a dish, like a very expensive dish. And the mom freaks out which honestly she kind of has a reason to we'll get to that and the dad's like can you fuck do you fucking hear yourself (laughs) (laughs) think of all the things to be upset about that's not the one that's not the thing well that night the dad has creepy dreams of this hearse driver who will show up several times so again no payoff to this right none to the hearse driver None. Am I? I'm, I'm not mistaken, right? No, <laughs> I didn't no. Miss anything? No. He he's like the most horror part of this movie, and like legitimately creepy. Like he he's grinning like a fucking maniac. Like he would make anybody feel uneasy. So like that was probably the coolest part of this movie as a horror fan. But there's no payoff to him whatsoever. There's no explanation for him. We don't <laughs> we don't even know what the fuck he does. And like three quarters of the way through the movie, he's got like three appearances, and you're like, okay, you're like, maybe he represents this or is this. Right. And then at the end, none of it matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I, I think 
during this scene, we're seeing a flashback to his like mom's funeral, right? Yeah, he's having he dreams about driver. his he's having dreams about his mom's funeral, and he was the hearse driver um, for for the funeral, and he's just smiling, <laughs> which everyone should have been alarmed by, not just the child. <laughs> everyone at that funeral should have been like, "Hey, can that can you fucking tell that guy to stop fucking smiling at the fucking funeral?" <laughs> fucking Hubie, <laughs> Hubie Dubois. Um, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then the wife wakes him up, and he's just like, "Ah, oh, these dreams, like the kid." And she's like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about the kid." <laughs> uh, the mom starts looking around and finds, "Oh yeah, we get like, <clears throat> we get these insane scenes of, of, uh, exposition, sort of, of revelations." Like the mom walks through the lawn of the backyard, and is like, "Yep, this looks the same." I don't know what the fuck that means. And I don't know why it fucking matters. Shouldn't it look the same? I don't understand what that comment means. <laughs> but again, we know it's important because of the score blasting in our fucking ears. <laughs> oh, God. The mom and the dad go in the pool to get a little freaky. <clears throat> um, and again, I thought we were going to see the dad, like, turn here. Right? Like, we're going to see the Jack Nicholson turn. He's going to get, like, a little overly aggressive. And uh, that's not totally what happens. I mean, the dad's kind of creepy, but I think that's just <laughs> Oliver Reed, to be honest with you. Um, but the mom, like, Oliver Reed's, like, coming on to the mom, and she's just not about it. Um, and, and it seems as if it's something we should know about already, you know, like some problem in the relationship, which has not been discussed. They seem 100% fine. Um, and they have this, like, heart-to-heart where nothing is really figured out, but Oliver Reed's just like, Hey man, like, aren't we in love? And she's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then they start making out. <clears throat> she didn't want to do it in the pool. She's like, we can't do this here. But instead they start doing it in, in the front lawn where the spotlights are. On <laughs> <laughs> um, but even then she sees a figure in the old lady's room and then freaks out. And is just like, get off of me. Get off of me. Um, and and he just lays in the grass. <laughs> That's the end of that scene. Um, <clears throat> the rest of this movie is just exposition, which Joe Bob also references at this commercial break where he says, we get a lot of exposition in this part of the movie, and I hate exposition. <laughs> the rest of the movie is just um, explanations. Well... Mm, that's not true. It's just background, but background that does not expose anything about, about the story. Right. Quite honestly. Right. Um, the grandma and the mom have an odd encounter um, where she's kind of like, hey, like, you know, what the fuck's going on? Um, meanwhile, the dad's outside and we see the hearse driver pulling up. Yeah. Again, uh, genuinely like a horror scene in this movie. Yeah. With the, he's driving real slow. He's grinning like a maniac. Oliver, Oliver Reed's crying. Dude, Oliver Reed is so drunk in this scene. His face, <laughs> his face is so red and he's sweating. <laughs> Joe, he's also drinking a beer in this scene. So this might not have been, he might not have even seen the hearse or the guy. He might have just been having like a fucking drunken meltdown <laughs> that they filmed. <laughs> just fucking crying in the lawn, drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> 15th 100th beer of Dude, the day his 
His reactions, because how many times does this driver show up? It's like three or four, right? Yeah. Every time his reaction made me laugh because it's like when a little kid gets mad and just clenches her fist oh and shakes, but like doesn't make any noise coming out. <laughs> make like, their face bribery. It's like the meme of the kid that's got the fucking vein going down his forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's Oliver Reed's acting fucking move. <laughs> when in doubt, just start shaking, getting fucking red face. <laughs> And he does it so many times, actually, in this movie. Even without the hearse. When he's paralyzed. Oh, dude. He's watching the kid out the window. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. So, we see the hearse driver. What does that mean? It means nothing. That night, all the clocks jump ahead 15 minutes. And they go to midnight. And they go off. Um, And for... Okay. So, this seems weird. So, I guess the clocks... None of the clocks worked, right? Yeah. Now they do work. They're all going off at midnight. Yeah. Um, so the dad comes out. Okay. So that, I okay. That's pretty spooky. Okay. <laughs> but what makes him check on his son and think that his son is in danger? I have no clue. My guess is nothing. And if the house was possessed or was a haunted house, why would they bring... All right, so basically what happens is he breaks down the kid's door, right? And the kid's gas heater is leaking gas into the room, and the kid's fucking dying. Um, So Oliver Reed goes in and saves him. If the house was trying to kill the kid, why would it suddenly turn on all the alarms to be like, wake up and save your kid? Great point. Great point. Just tipping him off. Oh, we're going to give you a clue. The James Bond of fucking haunted houses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how did you foil my plan? Um, Yeah, so Oliver Reed saves the kid who who has been poisoned with gas. Um, And you think that would be enough to fucking leave. Just be like, dude, this house is old. It's fucking falling apart. We're not staying here. Like, fucking gas leaks. Get the fuck out of here. But it doesn't. And the mom blames the grandma for everything. (laughs) The mom's like, were you the last one in there? The aunt. The aunt. Or the aunt. Yeah, yeah. The aunt, I mean, it should be grandma, but whatever. The aunt, she's like, were you Were you in there? She's like, yeah, I gave him a blanket. And she's like, oh, how convenient. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and the grandma gets all upset. Dude, the Oliver Reed talking to his aunt scene is honestly, like, mind-numbing. It was, it, it was just like, dude, it was like a family feud scene. Like, it was just like, oh, my God, what a fucking headache. And Oliver Reed goes down and yells at, at his fucking wife. And it's just like, I was just, I got a headache watching it. Cause I was like, this is like real family shit. Like, I, I don't want to deal with this. The aunt's crying. Being like, she was made of me. <laughs> Accusing me of something. And then he goes down. And he's like, nice fucking job. You made my aunt cry. <laughs> what a fucking headache. Which by the way, the aunt just watched him almost, <laughs> almost fucking drown his own son. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh man, um, yeah, and and oh, also the mom, uh, the aunt explained to the mom, um, she or she said something about Mrs. Allardyce. She's like, "Oh, it's all you care about," and the mom's like, "Get out of here!" So the mom's getting more temper, like more temper tantrumy. So we're seeing that shift from like Oliver Reed being the bad guy to the mom being the bad guy or the possessed one. Um, they have another big to do upstairs and this will happen two or three more times 
where the mom and the dad have the same fucking fight uh, being like, we need to leave. This place sucks. And then the mom being like, but what about Mrs. Allardyce? (laughs) (laughs) And then ultimately being like, okay, fine. (laughs) It's fucking awful. Um, And then the scene with the crystal bowl is probably the strangest scene in the movie, mainly because... (laughs) What little boy, like, picks up a ball, takes it to the middle of a room, and then just, like, stares at it. Right. <laughs> Holding it, like, very loosely, staring at a ball. I could get a, I could get anybody looking at a nice ball if it was, like, over the table or anything. He had to have picked it up and moved it to the middle of the room, where he's now just looking at it. And basically holding it upside down, with barely any grip on it. So when the mom comes in, he drops it, it shatters. She loses her fucking mind. Um, and fucking, fucking Oliver Reed walks in and just is like fucking staring a hole right through her. Um, and later we'll be like, how dare you talk to him? Like, it's like, dude, why is that kid holding a fucking bowl? Put the fucking bowl down. Go do something. Also, we have a fucking pool. I just want to remind everyone, uh, nobody's died yet and nothing else has happened other than things breaking and, you know, things almost, almost going poorly. Nothing honestly uh, broken. The kid broke the it's fucking all just like, Yeah. It's all just like maintenance issues that you would encounter <laughs> if the house wasn't haunted. Lights you know? not... A couple lights that didn't work, but then worked seconds later. And clocks that just turned on by themselves. That's the creepiest thing. And quite frankly, I would still... I'm fucking terrified of everything. If that happened, I'd still probably be like, well, I mean, that's fucking bizarre, but maybe... They're like all in sync, you know what I mean? And they they finally just went off or something, like you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be that fucking. <laughs> I would fucking explain it away. It wouldn't be enough to make you be like, I gotta get that, I gotta get out of this house. No, no. I mean, me if I started drowning my son and was like, oh my god, what happened? I'd, I might want to go home, but that's probably just so I could check myself into a fucking mental ward. <laughs> um, something finally happens though, sort of. I don't know what it is, to be honest with you. The grandma is having a hard time in bed. She's in bed. Uh, Whatever. She's a fucking (sighs) grandma. The aunt is in bed. She's sweating. She can barely get up. She looks like she's dying. And then it appears that a ghost slaps her. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what happens. I assumed she was dead, though, because I was waiting for anything to happen. She's not. <laughs> She's very much alive. And in the same state she was in before. So I don't know what that thing was that happened to her and sounded like a slap. But Dude, um, I, I know I know I'm jumping ahead like like a scene, but I want to ask you before I forget about it. Yeah. I thought she died and like and maybe she did and she came back. I'm literally I'm literally asking you. I thought she died and Oliver Reed was like going in to mourn her and then she just she's just like awake again. Um, did you, I, I did you think, notice that? Yeah. Well, so I, you would assume she died, but then, yeah, no, Oliver Reed's just like hanging out in there with her. I think she was just supposed to be like super ill. Okay. <laughs> Cause when he goes in, I mean, I mean, I mean, she looked terrible to begin with, but when he goes in, she's like not moving her eyes or like in the back of her head. And uh, like, there's no way that she had a pulse. And then all of a sudden she's just like talking again, like yeah. five minutes later. Yeah. Wait, what? I, yeah. And I mean, they call 911 and he's like, it's busy, which he blames the mom for, which is bizarre. He's like, Hey, nice job, idiot. The lines are busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. 
And then she goes down and she's like, no, they work. But, oh, dude, this scene is so fucking weird, right? So, <laughs> so the mom goes upstairs and starts eating Mrs. Allardyce's food or whatever her name is. Like as if she's Mrs. Allardyce. Right. So you're like, oh, I guess that's where this is going. Um, meanwhile, the dad's downstairs with the aunt and then the hearse driver shows up and is kicking down the door and the dad and the aunt are like in each other's arms and like terrified and the hearse driver breaks in and fucking throws a fucking casket at them, (laughs) which is fucking crazy. And you're like, Oh, is this really happening? Or is this a figment of their imagination? And the next scene. And I was like, if he kills them both, that would be kind of cool. Right. Yeah. Well, only the aunt's dead. And there's no reference to this fucking hearse driver throwing a casket at them. Right. So you're like, oh, maybe the hearse driver represents death or is um, somebody that comes to collect, right? Yeah. Yes. I thought the same thing. Okay. Which he probably is. But then why would he show up all those other times and just like drive by being like, hello there. (laughs) Just a prankster. A collector and prankster. He's a fucking asshole. And- Honestly, if that was their goal, they failed at it. They just failed. Like, you can tell me that's what it was. That's fine. But they did not do a good job of it. And it looks like shit. Because then he doesn't show up at the end. He does, or does he show up at the very end? I I don't think so. I don't. Oh no, it doesn't. It just fucking ends. (laughs) I I don't even know. Oh yeah, no, it ends with the voiceover. Yeah, with Burgess Meredith. Yeah, and the pictures. Oh my god. Well, the aunt's dead. (laughs) (laughs) They go to the funeral. Um, When they come back, uh, (sighs) wait, what? What? They? Oh, they have that dinner when they come back from the funeral. And she's like, I don't, there's nothing to talk about in that. The mom's just asking, <laughs> the mom's just acting irrationally, right? She's just acting very proper as if maybe she is Mrs. Allardyce. Like she's right. like, don't ruin the table. Drink out of a fucking goblet. <laughs> um, and then it starts raining and the house starts shedding. It's dirty. Yeah. It's dirty boards. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Which I guess was kind of cool. Like, I guess I thought it was kind of cool. Um, and he it was ru- too, too little too late for me Too and like, I know th- th- there were like some scenes before where the house was fixing itself. So, you know, again, if you're about to yell at us, like, yeah, I picked up on it, but it, it didn't, it didn't fucking mean anything. Also, there's a, there's like a, there's like a half dozen more scenes from outside of the house and it looks exactly the same. It still has all the shit on it. I know. <laughs> they didn't fucking clean it. It was just this one scene. Like, so they didn't even do a good job. Again, they didn't do a good job of it. I don't care. If you're defending this movie, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your shit. Pack your shit. Get out of the fucking house. Me and your mom are fucking sick of you. It's time to fucking get the fuck out. I'm tired of your, I'm tired of your lip. This is what this, this movie ain't it. This movie is not the movie to defend. It's fucking agreed. I awful. completely agree. Not, not the fucking hill to die on a hundred percent. Um, 
So the dad goes into his son's room and wakes him up being like, the house, the house is changing. (laughs) That's all he gives his son. And then is like, we gotta go. And then the son's like screaming. He doesn't want to leave, which if I'm the son, I'm like, dude, get me the fuck out of here, please. Whatever you need to do. Let's fucking go. Um, they drive. Although, although, if my dad burst into my room, it was like, the, the house is changing. We have to leave without your mother. I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere with you. <laughs> That's very true. Um, but at least the dad could have been like, the dad should have been like, you need to come look at this. Like, this is insane. Instead, he's just like, the house is changing. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Um, they get in the car. They drive away. Are they going to escape? Nope. A fucking tree falls in the way. And then somehow the mom shows up and gets in the car and is like, I'll take you back. (laughs) The dad's like, you were part of this, which I wish I knew what that was. I wish I knew what, (laughs) I wish I knew what I was supposed to understand at this point. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, The dad sees the hearse guy again in the mom's face. Um, doesn't do it. He doesn't die. <laughs> but back at the house, there's a doctor checking in on him. Uh, he says he needs to be hospitalized and he should be brought to the hospital in the city. What is this scene for? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think other than to be like, he's heavily sedated, which yeah, anyone, anyone could have said. <laughs> the son and the mom would have done just fine you could have they could have not even said anything he could have just sat still and just been like you'd be like oh wow that guy's he's got a traumatic like, brain injury shit. yeah he got fucked yeah. up he got banged up and now he's now he's just like a little loopy you don't even say anything <laughs> instead they've brought in a doctor who <laughs> for no reason fucking insane on a road that was closed by a fucking fallen tree. By a tree. That they couldn't get. That's the reason why they're back at the house. <laughs> well, the dad is sedated in his wheelchair. Um, and he's out in the he's out by the pool with his son, who's like, I can swim in the deep end. Wanna see me swim in the deep end? Dude, this kid's like 16 years old. <laughs> like, watch me swim in the deep end now. And the mom, the mom's like screaming from the inside, like no, <laughs> and the pool, like the waves are splashing the kid around, and then he goes underwater, um, and he's drowning, and the dad is doing that fucking shaking thing in the chair, but he's not speaking, and he's just like fucking, on himself, yeah. fucking shaking and fucking br- bursting a blood vessel in his head, um. And the mom, you said, is in the house, right? And this time, she she gets locked in the house. The, the house locks her inside. Yeah. So she can't get out. She, of course, manages to, though, by, like, just going through a back door. Haunted houses, they're just like people, man. They, <laughs> they, they always forget to lock one door, you know? Like, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, so the mom's able to get out. Um, she saves the son. The family, including, like, the paralyzed dad who's, like, (laughs) shitting his pants on the fucking floor. Uh, They all have a big hug. And Davey's, like, the boy's, like, I hate this place. I want to leave. And the mom's, like, we are leaving today. Great news. They're about to leave. They're packed up. They're in the car. And then the mom's, like, oh, I, I need to go see Mrs. Allardyce. And he's like, why? Also, she's, 
<laughs> can I can I can I just pause for one second? Yeah, yeah. This is this is the end. <laughs> this is the end. This is this is the end. So if you've been following to this point, one person has died, and everything else was just mild inconveniences, which they all got by unscathed. This is the final scene. This is the payoff. This so, is the payoff. So, this is on. the payoff to to not a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> And the old lady that died was was you know ninety year old woman. She was on her way out. <laughs> so it's it's just it's this movie is something. Um, and then the mom's about to go in, and he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "I need to leave the lady my phone number," <laughs> which is insane because the woman has not spoken to anyone. So. <laughs> I don't think she's going to fucking call you. Also, you just got locked in the house. Like, you don't need to do anything. Also, even this series of scenes is 20 minutes long. (laughs) And it doesn't need to be at all. Um, So the mom goes in. She doesn't come back out. By the way, also, I'm going to interrupt this. I would say for certain, do not watch this. Because (laughs) we are explaining this. To a T, you are not missing out on anything, dialogue included. <laughs> you are not missing out on fucking anything. This is, this is fine. You're getting the whole story here, and this is it. <laughs> and it's actually a little better because, of course, I throw in some f bombs into the character dialogue that don't actually exist. Because <laughs> in the movie, they're just like, "Oh, John, <laughs> what, a, yeah. what a fuck ever." Yeah. All right. Um. So the mom doesn't come back out. So the dad goes in. He daringly opens Mrs. Allardyce's door, um, but of course knocks first. Which, <laughs> like, at this point, like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, <laughs> he, we see an old lady sitting by the window. She's not answering him. He spins the chair around, and dude, it, he's giving her. Dude, he's pleading with her. This, this, another thing that drives me crazy in this movie, like. You're waiting for your wife. You can't find her in the house. You know she just went into the house. And you know this fucking crazy old bat has been <laughs> sitting in the room by herself. Like To your point, he knocked. He had to give the kind of courtesy. And he's just standing there while she's facing the window being like, I'm I'm talking to you, ma'am. Please, oh, that was the please, part. Please respond. Like, fuck you. <laughs> are you kidding me? Just walk in and just go up to her. Like, what are you doing? Dude, that was my favorite part when he's like, won't you answer me? <laughs> and pleading. <laughs> Respond back, please. <laughs> he spins the chair around, and it's his wife. <laughs> Who, it looks kind of old, but also looks kind of exactly the same, and just her eyes are a little, like, I think foggy. she put in contacts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, that's the reveal, right? That's She's- the big reveal. So, the mom has been possessed, which, like, we kind of knew. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. But where's the old lady? She's just the Where's the, the old house. lady? What's the deal with the house? Right. Um also the dad is either jumps jumped wait, jumps or is thrown out of the window. I think he jumps because he's just like, ah, oh my god. And, and then throws himself from the window. And then throw <laughs> he lands face first on the car. Dude, this kid this scene is fucking good. Like if we had more of those, it would be enjoyable because Usually, when a, somebody gets thrown from a high, you know, vantage point, you don't really see like the splatter. Like you just see like, you know, somebody being thrown, and then yeah. you hear the thud. Like you watch this guy's face get mashed into the uh, the windshield. Oh, absolutely! 
Absolutely. He he hits the windshield with such force. And they even do a close-up on his fucking mangled face. Yeah. And the kid is covered in fucking blood. <laughs> Dude, they must have not even told him that was going to happen. The kid is so startled and is screaming. <laughs> oh, my God. And the kid runs out, covered in blood. He's like, Mom, Mom. And then conveniently stands under a crumbling chimney and fucking dies. <laughs> The chimney falls on him, and that's the end of him. Um, and then we get the voiceover of um, we see some photo frames, and uh, Burgess Meredith is telling us um, it's glorious, and our mother, she's back. And then we see at the end of the table the three family members' photos are on it. Which, I, <laughs> like, dude, why does that make sense? So, like, I had a few theories about it, like. At first, but like the ending just is doesn't explain it to you, so you have no idea. So my theory was like, at first I was like, okay, the hearse driver is kind of like death or whatever. The house needs fuel to like, yep. to constantly be like keep itself alive, and that's why it's going to kill everyone. But then I don't understand why it needs the mother then, unless it's the mother they need. I don't know. Why right. does it? Why matter? didn't it just? Why didn't? Yeah. Too many moving parts. Why wasn't it just a house that, you know, killed the people that moved in? Why, why didn't the why, house actually did, do anything scary? Yeah. Why Why did the mom turn into the old lady? Why couldn't she just be possessed? It makes no fucking sense. And that's Burnt Offerings, a movie um, I fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> we all learned a, uh, a valuable lesson here. Oh, yeah. Uh, very valuable lesson. It's, very it's that... that <laughs> Voting matters unless you voted for somebody that didn't win, and then your vote meant absolutely nothing. Also, the choices that you're presented are always garbage. A fucking douche and a turd sandwich. <laughs> when you're voting between a douche and a turd sandwich, no one wins. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was fucking rough. But the rest of the month I'm excited about. Uh, we're doing Halloween 4 next week. Um, and then after that, we're doing Halloween Town. And then the week after, because it's only a few days after Halloween, we are going to do Halloween 2018. Highly requested. Highly requested. I'm pumped. Everyone else is pumped. We tried to do um, our Patreon um, watch along this weekend. It was um, not great. (laughs) (laughs) The first one actually went off pretty well. We started on YouTube. We got banned. (laughs) Like within a minute. Then we jumped to Facebook and we watched Family Matters and we had a blast. There was only like four or five people in there, but it worked and it was great. Good job. Yep. So I'm like, this is cool. Like we can do this. So then me and Joe do the 10 o'clock. We had a few technical issues, but nothing, nothing too bad. We do the 10 o'clock. We do Alf. <laughs> An Alf Halloween episode. And for whatever reason... <laughs> They had no issues with Family Matters. A humongous hit in all countries. Uh, Alf, for whatever reason, they were like, they they found one minute and 16 seconds of copyrighted data, and they they shut us down on that one. Alf <laughs> Season 2, Episode 6. <laughs> and we were able to like continue it. Anyone that was in there was kind of able to still see us and hear us, but it was really glitchy after that. Um, so it didn't work out too good. So... I don't know what we're going to try next time. I think we might do, uh, I think the next one um, for November we'll do on, we'll try it on Twitch just to see. Um, 
And if that gets shut down, we'll try to do something super obscure. And if that gets shut down, then we will uh, kind of move to just uh, me and Joe just talking on a YouTube live stream or a Facebook live stream. So you could watch it on your phone and then watch. We'll sync the movies up together on the TV. Um, and I think that's probably the best way to do it. Right. Yeah. But we'll try it Twitch first. Cause it is, it is really fucking cool to have them, the show in the background. I do kind of dig it, but, um, it might just be easier for everyone to do it the other way, but you know, it was a good time. It was a good time. And then we did a fucking Trial two hour two hour Instagram live. We did. They did. Got way too drunk on a fucking it's for no reason on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like shit all day today. Oh, dude, I've I, I was sick last night and I've been sick for like a week and like last night did not fucking help. That's why I feel like that's why I'm fucking coughing into a microphone, which somebody's gonna tell me about tomorrow, even though I <laughs> said acknowledged it. Uh, that's it. Um, the new Patreon stickers are coming out soon. Oh, not just Patreon. Well, I guess it's just Patreon. I don't know. The new stickers are coming out soon. The design is fucking amazing. I don't think I've even shown Joe the new design. Um, if I did, it was back during the first run. Cause it was, I actually had these made, um, by an artist who's a fan of the show. I forget her name, unfortunately, but I'll shout her out later. Um, th- this, this, this gal, I think she's from Florida. Um, I'll, I'll get her name and plug her in the next episode. There are these mangle expert, um, stickers. Oh my God. They're fucking amazing. And we're going to start doing some enamel pins, um, with Knights of the pins is going to help us with that. Um, so that's coming, but the stickers should be here this week, hopefully. So, um, I'll get those all in the mail to all the Patreon supporters. We'll do the shout outs for Patreon soon. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was fun, man. It, It was fun. It was the Instagram live two hour live from like it was from 11 to 1 a.m and uh yeah that fucked that fucked my day up pretty good <laughs> it was fun though we could, we uh, i had a blast i had a fucking blast it was really good i'm excited for the next watch along and we're also considering this is just throwing it out there it's just an idea but sometimes i feel like uh, if I throw this out there and then people start messaging me constantly about it, which is usually what happens, then I'm forced to do it, <laughs> which is um, maybe do a live show, like a pay-per-view live show, um, like the fucking concert, the, the bands are doing and stuff. And we'll do like a live show like we have done in the past, but just live stream it. Um, yeah. Maybe get some guests in. Some fucking, maybe get some Paul, maybe some Mike drop-ins. It'll be like Pee-wee's Playhouse, <laughs> but dumber. <laughs> <laughs> A whole lot less funny and creative. <laughs> Paul just lecturing. Imagine if fucking Paul showed up to Pee-wee's Playhouse and was just like, you fucking idiot, Pee-wee. <laughs> Dude, out Pee-wee's Pee-wee. Outlaw Josie Wales wasn't made in 1977, you fucking idiot. It was made in 1976. What are you, fucking ignorant? (laughs) You're making a fool of yourself out here. (laughs) I'm actually Googling when Outlaw Josie Wales was made, because Paul will... Oh, it it was 76. All right. He won't won't take umbrage with it. (laughs) If I got that wrong, he would have fucking... I can't even tell you. He'd be so fucking irritated. It might have been the last (laughs) straw for the show, to be honest with you. After the recent string of harassment, you might have been like, I'm fucking done. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that's it, man. Um, do you have anything to talk about? I do not. 
So this is probably like the slower paced one of our new uh, <laughs> new run. <laughs> um, but I still think it was a solid episode, an all right episode. Um, it, it it was way better than I was anticipating because I was like, how are we going to talk about this for even 30 minutes? Yeah, that's why I had all those monster vision facts written down. <laughs> no, no, I, dude, I, I meant to say that when you were doing it. I was like, thank God you fucking looked something up. Because <laughs> what are we going to do? This movie was just fucking, uh, it was incredible, man. Like, it was insane. But don't worry, Halloween 4 is next week. I'm sure we'll have plenty to say there. Um, did we do Halloween 5? We did a Halloween 5, 100%. That's the one with Paul Rudd. No, that's that's 6. That's 6. Okay, so I don't know which one we did then. Because somebody gave us a list of ones that we haven't done, and it was totally incorrect. Because I know we've done some <laughs> of them. But Dude, you sent me that. It was like, They listed like Halloween 2 through. They said H2O, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. So, yeah. So, you pointed out, though, we did a Jamie Lee Curtis, a bunch of them for Jamie Lee Curtis week. Yeah. Our first, like, year we did, uh, like, a Valentine's Day yeah. tribute to Jamie Lee. Yeah. So, like, really, we could do those movies again. But I don't think I want to. But um, <laughs> Halloween 5, I know I fucking watched. Because Jason well, crying is fucking insane. Michael Myers. Or, uh, yeah, I'm only correcting you just because you, you know somebody will be like, who? Oh, um, no, absolutely, absolutely. But, yeah, the reason, asking, yeah. <laughs> the reason I was asking is because people on the live stream were, were referencing it. And I was like, is that something, like, is that a known fact that we were pissed off about that? Or are I they do, just anticipating? Please, somebody tell us. Because I looked through our list and I could not find it anywhere. But I know, I know we talked about it, dude. Because that scene... That whole beginning scene where it's like Jason floating down a fucking river, (laughs) fucking Michael Myers floating down a fucking river, and then like landing in a cave, and then like that homeless guy taking care of him. It was fucking madness. (laughs) One of the most insane setups ever. (laughs) I could not believe that. I I mean, if we didn't do five, I would love to. In the Jamie Jamie Lee one, we talked about H2O, which... It's so embarrassing because so many movies that I had strong opinions about when we first started the show, I've since rewatched, like, especially when we weren't doing the show anymore. Yeah. And I was like, wait, why, why was I, like, H2O is perfectly fine. It was totally fun. And I'm pretty sure we both shit on it the entire time. Yeah. I mean, listen, is, is it fine? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, better than the Buster Rhymes one. I, I, see, I see what you're saying, though. There is... um. Uh, and maybe that's the difference with this time around. I mean, we've already seen a bunch of movies where we le- we were like, this movie's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, um, and maybe maybe we're not just so like, this movie sucks. Um, you know, you can, you can make fun of a movie and still like it. But I don't know about H2O. Was H2O the one where they start in the asylum? No, that's the Buster Rhymes um. one. Yeah, H2, no, H2 was the one with, uh, it starts with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and LL Cool J gets shot in the face, and he, he appears like two seconds later with, with like a band a bandage wrapped around his head. He's like the smallest <laughs> bandage wrapped around his head, he's totally fine. Got shot in the fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, somebody let us know about Halloween 5. We're doing Halloween 4 next week, <clears throat> and I'm excited. I, I don't remember the last time I saw that. It's probably been fucking forever. Uh, I watch it every year. So. Do you? Do you, how many Halloween do. movies do you watch every year? 
I watch uh, all. Sometimes I'll, I'll skip five and six, but I try and I try and get them all in. Oh, that's not. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I do not include H two O or Resurrection in that. But the first six, I, I always do the first four. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, maybe I'll do the same thing. Dude, two is so great. And we did two. Two's right? a great sequel. Again, I think that was uh, Jamie during Lee. Jamie Lee week. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Maybe I'll watch them all with this year also. Um. And that's it, man. So we we that's it. We got um a good good three weeks ahead of us. Um. November. Ooh. Well, it's gonna be that's gonna be a rough one. Don't so we told me. us to do Thanksgiving again, which I would probably do. We do. <laughs> Do an episode again. I've always been curious what we would do. And I'm, 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 I feel like if there's anything that we could continue talking about, it might be <laughs> Thanksgiving. Well, I could recite line for line right now. <laughs> Thanksgiving. That's how many times I've seen it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. Well, that's it. I'm going to try and get fucking rested up and not be sick next week. Um, <laughs> and then uh, that's it, man. Thank you for doing the show. Thank you all for listening. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, the weekend was really fun. Um, whipped my ass, but it, it was a it was a good time. Um, so I appreciate that. And uh, stay tuned. And Patreon is blowing up. We did some fucking great bonus episodes. Did we? We I guess we didn't even talk about the bonus episode from last week during the show. No, uh, but people have been asking for Paul, and he makes an appearance. Delivered an appearance. He t- talks for thirty minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> just lecturing us about we talk about Jagenberg, we talk about rodney mullen we talk about a bunch of other shit um so check out that patreon episode it's so it's really fucking good i was laughing the entire time it's amazing and the unreleased episode is also paul and joe talking about um Jagenberg. um so <laughs> so so it's it's a good time it's a good time over at patreon uh a lot more involved we've probably done more episodes than we did um, ever we're not recording one tonight because i'm sick but next week we'll we'll get back to recording them uh weekly or bi-weekly or whatever we decide to do but um all right man that's it uh so for joe this is sean stay weird thank you adios I die, I die, I die, I die.